I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host Shane Brennan, joined as always by Aaron Chalk. How's it going, Chalky? Oh, it's good, Shane. It's the first time you're calling me Chalky on this podcast. I just realized that. I was yeah. like, have I not referred to you as Chalky? And the minute I said it, I was like, hmm, interesting. Because that sometimes happens when you're talking to people in like meetings and stuff like that, and you end up in like a casual flow, and you realize you I refer to you as Chalky to someone, and someone's like, who? Is he on a bit? Who are you talking it's about? Fu- it's like, funny. Some people, when they meet me, they'll go straight to, ah, Chalky. And they'll yeah. only ever, they, sometimes I'm, I'm, quite convinced that there's a lot of people who don't know my first name and only know me as Chalky full stop and but then there's other people that you meet and they hear someone call you Chalky they're like why Chalky what a random yeah. nickname my second name's Chalk and yeah just, and there's always the a look of disappointment in their face going ah oh, that was yeah. that was too easy but it's like it's a good one to know that people are talking about you behind your back if someone knows your nickname you've never met them <laughs> it's like who told you who's your man Chucky what nicknames sake. do you have Shane oh well Bear uh, you Bear Bear Brennan that's not a nickname that's just a thing you do a lot um, of people call you Bear Brennan no that's a lie that's 100% <laughs> a lie but, but it's the kind of nickname that just suits you so like I could call you Bear Brennan and yeah. people like oh yeah it's, he probably used to be called that since he was since he was knee high to a grasshopper, that's fair. Yeah. But, um, well, it, it beats uh, chubby mumbles. Let's just put it that way, Shane. Anything. Beats by the chubby way, for mumbles. everyone, that's what we used to call Chalky. And, used and to. The reason for you used think, to. Well, that's rich. Uh, well, no. Hold on. It comes from a very particular thing you used to do, which was you mumbled a lot and you would chew with your mouth open. So I would never chew with my mouth open. There was a picture on Facebook of us in an airport where that we had started using that term and there's you trying to eat like a short crust biscuit talking. I was like, <laughs> and it's literally it is. I think there's a comment under Facebook from Dermo or something going chubby mumbles. <laughs> yeah, well, I do, but, um, I do murmur a lot. Um, that is that is uh, murmur over mumble. Is that nicer? I, I think that, a heart that, murmur. A murmur, m- mumble. And you mumble. A heart murmurs and, and you and mumble. I, I'm well yeah. wintered, and I and I mumble. Uh, so like it's 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 a natural. It was more. It was more. It, it was funny. It was even when you were younger. I loved the way you had the baby you just ch- pulled yourself back from saying it's when you were skinny. <laughs> it's when you were fat, Aaron. That's that's. What, we still called you then, but now now you've just grown into the name. Fair play to you. That's. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is, you used to have way more like baby face, and that's where it came from. So I actually yeah. saying the opposite. So, and then the rest, you know, the rest of my body grew into those baby face cheek, cheeks. Yeah, so maybe just, it, it hasn't cheeks. gotten smaller. It's just normal in proportion. <laughs> I, I no, I rounded out. I rounded out, Jane. Let's just put it that okay. way. No one's judging you for that. It's okay. It's no. okay. I'm happy uh, should work on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that, that was that was uh, not what we expected. <laughs> this, no, this, this just kind of happened. It all like. started with nicknames. Um, yeah, nicknames. No, I had a few growing up, but nothing really stuck too much, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I was called Punchy for a while after 
a few things happened on a ruby <laughs> there's a there's a there's a side podcast series in that name alone. yeah that's and that's <laughs> so i have a group of friends from who who call me that um but see that so i don't know i'm really stuck yeah, and which is it, in, unfortunate because i'm a man who loves to give nicknames i love them <laughs> Like, it's like my favourite thing in the world to give people nicknames. There's a great nickname I heard there just this week. Uh, I was on set and one of the crew was was talking about a different shoot they were on uh, recently. And uh, I won't name the agency or, or brand it was on, but one of the, they had um, uh, a sailor on it, an actual real life sailor to manage a boat. Uh, and I had a good, they had a good few of the sailors, but one, <laughs> one of the sailors was called Tight Dave. Because he was he was because he's tight, <laughs> and he's literally th- th- he would be addressed as full t- tight Dave uh, by everyone. It wasn't just a side nickname. It was like that was his actual name, as if he was that's, Bono. That's such a group of lads type of nickname, <laughs> in a sense that like they did it. It happened because they just didn't care, and they were like, "No, that's your name now." Yeah, that's it. It's like he's also like, maybe we that. won't. But maybe, and he accepts it. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it's like, we won't use that in a professional setting or we won't use that outside the group because, you know, you don't want other people. We are allowed to make fun of him, but we're not going to like call him tight in front of everyone. It's like, no. Yeah, that's... No, that, uh, that, that, that became his, his name. name. The whole crew had to address him as Tight Dave. <laughs> the, the clients, the agency, all the production crew. Uh, well, tight Dave, if you're listening to this, you're now famous. Yeah, yeah, you're famous. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, nicknames. Do you have anything except Chalky? The Bull. No, uh, no, Chubby Mumbles and Chalky is, is fairly... Uh, Chubby Mumbles fairly wasn't even it. a real nickname. <laughs> uh, there's also a, a good good stint of time where, where where you and the lads would call me Ellen for, for a while. Oh, yeah, well, that's... Um, yeah, that was that was fair. That was, that that was, was fair. That was back when and you used to wear Converse a lot more and be a little bit slimmer. So I resembled you had a the, certain uh, talk show. You had that shaggy topped haircut, uh, kind of never saw a blade, uh, like a razor blade. It was like, you know, always thinned out with the, the you know, yeah. that thing that the, the hairdressers use or whatever. But And you saw also really embrace it and dance accordingly. So it was like one I of those things. I didn't know what things. to do. I didn't know how to react. So, you know, just you, lean in. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I share a Sandberg. Also, no, hold on. Not even not not only the hair, like not just the converse, but I used to wear the same V-neck jumpers. Like <laughs> used to wear, like, like it was. I, go, I, go, out to, I go out to H&M and I, I just type in Ellen. Ellen. The see, Ellen. See what go. Can apart I get from not, something from the Ellen range? Apart from not being blonde, you... Mm. It was pretty. It was if pretty, I put if I put good. a bit of sun in in the hair, tell you, I, I'd be I'd be hosting Jeez, a show. And no one, no one could has you known imagine, the difference. Could you imagine what would have happened if you put sun in your hair when you were in college? <laughs> oh my god! Let's just say I don't think this podcast would be happening right now. Oh if that, gosh! If that did happen, the thought oh. of that is is making me so happy. The thought of it. Maybe you should do, do that for now. The I'd, we should both do tips. You go first. <laughs> yeah. no i promise i promise i'll do it if you do it first i'll do it i'll do it I, i've a, i've a, i've a confirmation i have to go to i can't uh i can't i'll do it after that i'll do it after that oh, I promise fucking hell um okay cool uh let's go into i love that app um so we'll let you go first Darren. yes thank you shane uh my ad was one that came out um was it about a year ago 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Nah, just oh no, was it? Yeah, seven, seven months, months ago, ago, according to the ago. to the link, yeah. seven, which is about right. Yeah. So let's just uh, play it and we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Sound. And then an invitation. Strange, yet familiar. Landscapes for new eyes. Scale a wallach like fanach la falchu. You our language, our role, our art, our soul. And hangs over the waterfall, full of rock. Then jump out, Perceptions by until new eyes open wide. Eyes wide. Yeah, what do you make of that, Shane? That is, uh, yeah, it's great ad. It's like, remember when that was on television? Lorcan Hines, isn't it? Um, it's directed by Lorcan Hines. Creative Agency is the 10th man. Yeah, the like. Remember when I saw that? Yeah, you can just see the the attention to detail from a production point of view. Like that, that holds up. Like even the willingness to commit to CGI, but to do it in a way that to do it in a way that I imagine stretched the budget, but didn't push past what the budget was capable of achieving, and that to me is. A good indication of a like a solid filmmaker to be able to go I want to include this type of work but at the same time I want to do it in a way that it doesn't detract from what I'm trying to say it only adds to it because mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes a lot of some well not a lot of but some projects can suffer with their ideas not being realistic based on what they're trying to achieve um, and I think like I, certain things in that I just I couldn't get over that. I just was surprised to see such quality in what I was seeing. And I don't know why I was surprised, but I just, I guess, wasn't used to seeing it on TV, um, especially in such a short ad and for TG Car. I was like, oh, this is really, it's really up there. And I was just really impressed with it. Do you know what I mean? I just thought it was done so well. Um, yeah, just done really well. I assume they had an Irish version as well, didn't they? I don't know, but there's a lot of Irish incorporated into that. Now the actor is Donald O'Healy, and he's mm-hmm. he won 2020 awards for international stars of tomorrow type of thing. So he's an up up and coming. Uh, the next fast bender is he? Uh, it could could very very well be. He had um, uh, he had a film called uh, Arakt. I hope I'm saying that right. That was. Uh, critically acclaimed at the box office that's where he's breaking through from uh, and he's a Connemara man himself so uh, I think having him at the centre of it 
and being able to flow flawlessly into the English, but also very distinct uh, Gaelge, I think was uh, was really nice throughout the piece, and that gave that gave it for me a, a kind of a stamp of authenticity, that it's you know it's from the heart of, of where the Irish language lives and breathes today. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think the tenth man, and I'm assuming it's coming from their side, has done a great job in telling the story of TG Cahar, right? Because I know we could talk forever about the actual visuals and how well it's directed and how mm-hmm. well it's, it's put together. And we're, we're, we're not shy in being big fans of, of Lorcan Hines uh, on the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. fellow Mayo man. But the way this, the arc goes from and, and touches all the big things that TG Cahar are known for today, as well as the last 25 years. This is to celebrate their 25th anniversary. Uh, the the visual representation of explosive TV that they bring to uh, to 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 the Irish viewers, the uh, the, the representation of, of music and culture, uh, both from culture and days gone by, from trad right through to to like the likes of Rory Gallagher there, uh, um, modern hip hop, you know, so it's covering all that genres. Um, I think I think it just just it just told a really nice arc of of T G Car and it's not forgotten its heritage but it's very much in the modern day and uh, moving with, with with the times and I thought that was that's a hard job to do in one ad and I think they mm-hmm. they did it really nicely in terms of how they how they flew that flowed the, um, the story flowed and then Lorcan and his team have done a great job in actually representing that uh, and and bring it to life on screen in a really easy to understand but also visually interesting way mm-hmm. yeah um no it's really strong it's really strong uh i i i, I uh, can't help but based on what we're doing at the minute with our film uh hearing things and what's that little flute noise for tg car you know that Doodle-doo. and then sulella comes that's, underneath that yeah that's in <coughs> when he's standing at the, he sees the deer at the I didn't notice that garage station he turns left and looks at all the TVs it's under there you can hear it under it and I was like I went back and looked at it and I was like oh I love that Um, no but yeah you're right story I just think it's done really well yeah like I can music was just on on that piece that was Dennis who who did that Dennis has done I think Dennis Kilty sorry if his name is a little bit wrong there but he's he's a well known Irish composer on a lot of ads so he's kind of up there uh, top of the game for that so not surprised that it's loads of little little layers like that underneath mm. it. No, super um, super impressed by it. I just think uh, I you come to expect that from particularly from Lorcan at the helm. But um, I just think uh, it was really good. It really, uh, it, as you rightly said, like what I always do when I think of TG Car, I don't watch the channel. To be honest with you. Um, there's sometimes some rugby on that I'll watch on it but I remember growing up when they used to have like TV shows that no one else would have and you'd be like why the hell is this you'd be so confused as to why it'd be on TV yeah like some HBO stuff and I'd be like trying to watch it and you'd be like why is this on TG Cat why don't I understand what's going on Breaking Bad is there one of the first they just seem to have they just they seem to understand it was like stuff that other channels or TE and them didn't think would play with an Irish audience or could play for mainstream TG Cahar would pick it up 
or get it or then would get there ahead of them and they ended up kind of capitalizing on some some like that that were showing some of the best television of the last 25 years <laughs> like you know what i mean like, <laughs> you know it's insane really when you think about it but yeah. um yeah no it's uh it's pretty cool um pretty impressed with that that's uh that's a great ad it's a great choice yeah, it's a lovely ad. The ad is called uh, Eyes Wide, and that's actually what Shoot Sulella means uh, in Osperla. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick for, for this week's free gaff. Nice. Um, okay, so we'll go straight into mine. And uh, I thought you were about to take a break there for a second. I'm right back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Not just for below the line, for the Aaron's Every beard as well. Every podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. We'll, uh, this one that I am bringing us through only came out there in April. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really nice piece. Uh, lovely bit of outdoor. Um, it raises some interesting kind of design questions, I think. And also raises like just an interesting approach from the brand and kind of what's the value in this type of activation apart from the video we're about to watch is what i really want to talk about but i really like this i really love it from a design point of view i think it was cool when i saw it on my linkedin feeds i uh it took my attention i watched it a couple of times and i was like ah i really like that um so let's give it a watch now in this video we're about to watch there is like some design stuff in it before it goes in to show the actual ad so Okay, keep going. Perfect. There we go. door there for you so um this is obviously <laughs> what <laughs> just the way you said it was like yeah it's just a fucking outdoor yeah yeah right yeah uh, no, you want some outdoor. outdoor here's your outdoor <laughs> yeah really um, felt like that <laughs> so that's uh corona's natural billboard um it's continuing their campaign from the natural world which is, as you saw at the end of the video, um, and I'm going to describe this for listeners, uh, is essentially they designed a billboard that as the sun moved for a particular time of the day, which is 625 on a beach in Brighton, the sun 
light would shine through a kind of um, a silhouette or a stencil and the light would then make a message on the make a corona bottle and leave a message about the made from the natural world so the the interesting thing i think about this one it's 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 cool like i think it's really well designed it's got notes of the um dracula billboard i think that someone commented um mm -hmm. in one of our older episodes that was based on that the kind of manipulation of light um and as things changed it kind of changed what the shadows. message was shadows yes shadows as well as light um but what I think is interesting, so I really like it from a design point of view. Um, what I think, or the question I guess I'd like to talk about around this, and this is ties to something that me and you have been talking about just recently, is, is it worth, you know, the brand have a response to this, to having a billboard that just works or executes for 15 minutes a day? So is it like, and the rest of the time, it's not anything really it's actually off brand if anything based on brand guidelines now the brand itself corona responded to this by um the visual what it is the rest of the time shows that like they're relinquishing control of the brand and allowing the power of the sun to take over right that's what they said so, which to me is retrospectively having a good idea and trying to justify why you would go against your brand guidelines and what you would normally traditionally want from an ad for 23 hours and 45 minutes of the day versus the 15 minutes. So, as I said, what I really like it design-wise and I think it's really, really cool, the conversation I want to have is, is it worth it to do that? for 15 now you get this video you get mm. this video so it's the value of this video and the value of the digital pr that you're going to get around this mm -hmm. it's probably more valuable than the billboard itself um and like it's great that it happens at 6 25 which is probably when people might be walking coming home from work and maybe might actually think about having a beer so that kind of ties in that's nice but i guess yeah that's the question for me it's kind of is it justifiable to do that i guess yeah, it's a good question. <clears throat> um, but let's be honest, they didn't do this campaign because of the footfall that one six sheet no. style poster will have in on Brighton Beach. On no. Brighton Beach. It was all about the it's all about the PR and the mm. added reach that doing something around it will get, not only by content they capture and push on their social, but by us talking about it, picking it up. It did this mm -hmm. was going the, doing the rounds on in the LinkedIn marketing community for, for yep. a good while. So you're going to be hitting in Ireland, you're probably hitting two or 3000, uh, marketing advertising heads, at least seeing it, or uh, even if they didn't realize seeing it, it'll be popping up on their feeds and, you know, another couple of 10,000, couple of, um, you know, uh, 10,000 or, or plus in, in the UK markets. So it's doing its job from that point of view. That raises another question. Is it marketing for marketers? Uh, mm -hmm. and we are around that, that lovely time of year when when all these <laughs> mad capped ideas start getting yeah. pushed on social for for a little festival in on the south of France um it has it has a big way for that and you know that's so that's getting its own uh, added value by pushing it there as well mm -hmm. so 
not saying either is good bad or bad but it 100% is is not done for the out of home reason that you would traditionally get no. out of home placement um, no. and when, it's funny actually when I first saw this on LinkedIn I didn't see the video I only saw stills the angle that they took the still at I thought this was the full side of a building mm-hmm. and yeah. I was in shock when I actually saw that video that it was the, the, the size it was now that's that's good PR that's some good photos yeah. to make make it look a hell of a lot bigger so hats off kudos um, I think they're worth it as long as they're part of a properly done marketing plan uh, that it's not relying everything's not relying on that to actually sell Corona advertising that's going to augment a full on media plan a full on creative uh, yeah. plan uh, that is actually going to be doing the heavy lifting and these are just further proof points to the brand's natural credentials so from that point of view these are these are worth it but if they're your be all and end all that's when yeah, the questions come a little bit more serious but don't you find it interesting um, sometimes when we look at this type of stuff though so there's a there's a global media and creative execution for that um, from nature or whatever the, <coughs> the their, their campaign is yeah from the natural world and this is like okay yeah we'll do the 99% of stuff that we know works but like give us 1% to do something that, that we want to talk about you know that's a bit different and isn't it interesting that while all the work is done by the stuff we are not talking about, that this is what we're talking about. Now, I'm putting that on me too. I, like, I really love this. I think it's really, really cool. I really like the design aspect of it. It mm-hmm. hasn't had when I saw it first. But I guess I'm trying to remove that hat for a second and just be like, yeah, is it like, if I was brand manager, and not, you know what I mean, someone who would design this stuff, would I be like, why Why are we doing this? <laughs> like, what, what is, what, what, can we not spend that money on additional <laughs> something else? But I, um, I'd, say, I'd say the return on, on media investment from is is really high on that because of the talkability factor. So like yeah, the, from a PR, from an earned PR. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you'd be equating. And it to, make, yeah. makes it makes it it makes it worth it from a, you know, uh, checks and balances on pieces of paper. But uh, I think mm-hmm. I think those type of actu- activations do have a place on a plan, just like, and that's if your budget's big enough. You know, th- just like your mm-hmm. TV, just like your radio, just like your your out of home and digital, they all have a place on the plan, if it's appropriate for the brand and and for Corona is a, it's a. It's a beer. It's about socialising. Corona is hot weather. It's sun. It's it it leans into that naturally as a product. Uh, so having a campaign that's beach based, sun based, it makes sense. But I think it's also if you were to think of a brand as like a human and a personality of a brand. Oh, when someone socialises, someone socialises. They don't talk about the boring shit they do to keep themselves alive most of the time. Right, so they don't talk about that ninety-five percent of their media plan, because it's mm-hmm. somewhat assumed. So this, as you said, I'm, I'm trying to justify the place for this on the plan is this five percent is necessary though. So when you're talking to people, they don't think you're boring, and you have an identity, and you can bring that identity to life. And these type of real kind of standout marquee executions do that work, not only within the marketing community, but then it does filter 
sometimes into if it's good enough it'll filter into gen pop and they'll be like oh that's cool i like that i like how that mm. works um and yeah no i think like as i said it, like it's, i brought the ad I, I i i really love it i think it's designed so well i love the fact that they've used the natural world to build something but it's just i wanted to have that conversation as to what I, we think of why you know and I, th- I think it's important that brands keep doing this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. and uh, but doing it with a eyes wide open yeah this might go nowhere this might be great this mightn't be great but we get a lot of learnings for the next time you have to otherwise you're just going to stay stagnant and your your plans are copy and paste let's just take the international assets and go and not make yeah. them relevant to your local market that's that's way you want to do it that's a choice uh, but to to keep pushing keep finding that that extra those marginal gains you you, you need to take risks and that's not throwing the baby out with bat water it's going okay let's experiment with this this is interesting we still have mm-hmm. we still have our campaign that's gonna that's gonna sell our bottles of corona both in off off trade and on trade and uh, but let's see if this works to give us that extra bit of boost do you know um yeah. so i applaud them for that at the very least <laughs> Definitely, a really interesting space to bring the brand is from the natural world to try and make it feel like the fruit version of a snack. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I think it's interesting just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I see what they're like because I suppose maybe in their mind they're competing with that type of white claw vodka soda low calorie stuff, so they know they can't be low calorie, so they're trying to make it feel healthy, natural, as opposed to making it about the calorific quantity of it it's just interesting i think it's it's smart like and this type of execution really leans itself to that as as one of the marketers from corona said is uh you know handing it over to the natural world and um i think it's uh it's a clever position that i can't really see anyone else trying to take so it's it'll be interesting to see where they go with it now hmm um okay yeah, yeah so there choice. are two good ads choice. yeah um just good chat to kind of talk about some of these things because sometimes i think we talk about an awful lot of ads that are great they're great in terms of execution and design like this but then we never we never really look at them critically sometimes you know mm-hmm. um and i guess it's just good to talk through it so um on that bombshell uh we will leave it there um thanks so much for your time listening and or watching everyone if you want to watch the old episodes, go to workwithfo.ie forward slash podcast. Um, the archive is up there. And if you're on Spotify, iTunes, whatever the hell you're on, sure, hit us a like, hit us a comment, hit us a review, um, and all that good stuff. And we will see you next time. Peace.